Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Erin. And this is the Utterly Unrelated Podcast. You're a cool guy. We got new <laughs> microphones. Our sound's yes. better. Thank you. I know. Have Thank you noticed? You for being a fan. Do, 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 do. This is our new studio setup. It's fucking sweet. We have two microphones. There should Ooh, be no more audio. Let me take a picture for the Insta. Hell yeah. We have a pair of socks on our sweet ass microphones. Matching socks. <laughs> Matching socks. And I you know, that that's pretty important. I think it's going to make a big difference. So everyone in my house has been fucking sick this week with some sort of cold. Um, we all got tested for covid we all tested negative dj oh my god so we went to go get tested and we're in the drive-thru and the guy who's like talking him through how it's gonna go he's so sweet and he gets down to like car level with dj he pops his face shield up you know to be like it's it's gonna be okay buddy we're just gonna you know we're gonna do it we're gonna count to five we're gonna be all done he shoves the q-tip up dj's nose and dj immediately jerks his head away so the q-tip comes flying out his head goes back he faces the guy no face shield and right in his face just sneezes on him i was like oh my god almighty please let him be covid negative and the guy took it like a champ he just put the face shield down and kept going and did it but thank god we were all negative because i was like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry he just sneezed in your eyes and he's like (laughs) It's like, it's all right. It's going to be all right. And I'm like, if I were that guy, I'd be screaming, what the fuck? No, no, no. On the outside, I probably would be like, yeah, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. And like the moment that you guys left, because I'm like detrimentally polite, the moment that you guys left, I would be spraying sanitizer oh like God, in yes. my open eyes, <laughs> up my nose, yeah, oh like God. all over, just, just oh. double teaming it, like putting a, uh, like a hair gel amount on my hands. It just bleh, like, yeah, I like day cream. Thank God it wasn't COVID. I was, oh, right. it was awful, but we all, we've all had it. So we've all been watching a ton of TV, which brought me to two conclusions. Um, so... I've been obsessed with Loki. I've been watching Loki a lot. I want to. It's very good. But I no- saw a brief clip when I was picking up food one time, and I was like, meh, that looks good. It's very good. I enjoy it. There's only six episodes, but honestly... Uh, do you know if it's going to be renewed? I don't. It probably will. I should look that up. Mm, I'm not going to watch it until I know it's renewed. Mm, good point. Mm. But it did lead me to find out what I am. There's a word for what I am. What are you? <laughs> I am. I have hybristophilia. Which is a sexual interest and attraction to those who commit crimes and villains. There's an actual word for what I am. Um, People who... Which is so funny, because, like, (laughs) your husband is, like, the least crime guy. I know! He's, like, definitely not a villain Mm -hmm. unless somebody's, like, heckling him. In which case, you know what? They get what they get. You know what, though? In my defense, he plays a character on stage that is a... You know what? Yeah. He's a villain. And so when I first met him... And I was like, I still think that he's a just asshole, though, because he doesn't just attack like he won't. Even if somebody walks in his show and they're wearing an affliction shirt, (laughs) if they don't take the first step, he leaves it alone. So he does not actively seek people out to be mean to. No, but there's enough. Yeah, I was a little (laughs) I was a little disappointed when we first met and and I said something. um, I'm not a I'm I'm not I'm as close to a real life villain as I will ever get in that I am like a micro aggressor, passive aggressive, just like a jerk. Like I went to IHOP to pick up 
some food for my kids. They were like, what's your name? I said, oh, Erin. She's like, what, Karen? And I was like, don't you Karen me. And I was trying to be really funny, but she didn't get the joke. And so then I was just screaming at this woman for calling me a Karen. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know if it was worse to go back on it or to move forward. And I was just like, just give me my food. And, and then I saw a waitress that I know there. She was like, that's funny, a Karen. I was like, you get it. I'm not, t- oh my God. I'm, I, I, t- I toe the line between the two. But when I did first meet Dave, I thought he was a huge asshole. And then we went somewhere and everywhere we went, he opened the door for me and he pulled out my chair and I was like, you're really sweet. Were you putting me on that you're not really an asshole? (laughs) I know it's weird. So Loki, I am, I look at Tom Hiddleston's face. I've studied it. I look at it. I'm like, why, why do I find this face attractive? Yeah. It's a weird face. It's a weird face. Right. And I have a weird face too. Like for sure. You have have a regular face too. I mean, it's like a regular human face. Yeah. it, and maybe it's the bad for a praying mantis. You look weird. No. <laughs> oh no! I would have yeah. done nothing like a regular one. No, yeah. sorry. It's weird because I look at his face and I'm like, okay, you have that British guy face that normally does it for me, but it doesn't. What is it about this that I'm enjoying watching your performance? Like, yeah, he's a fine actor. He's fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's alright. No, it's not the tight pants. It's not the tight shirt. It's not the weird like mullet hair. Which all have been things in the past that have done it for me. Hmm. It is solely that when you think he's going to do something good, he does the opposite. And I was like, okay, that's it. That's what it is. And I found out that's the word for what I am. And it felt good. I was like, oh, I can breathe. There's others like me out there. Huh. I had Um, no idea. I didn't either. On the flip side, I watched Freddy Got Fingered last night as like my, I'm going to relax. I've watched a bunch of low-key and murder shows today. I watched a bunch of Cold Case Files. It's like, Freddy Got Fingered just came on stars. I remember loving that movie. And for the first 20 or so minutes, it holds up. And then Rip Torn starts dropping the F-bombs, like the other F-word. Oh, the hard F. Hard F. Hard R. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of hard R's, a lot of hard F's. And then lots of like, P words like just pussy, 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 but like, oh, you're hmm. a pussy, you're a pussy. Um, and I turned it off. I remember loving Freddy Got Fingered. There's a lot of shit now, actually, that really does not hold up well. It's aged yeah. like milk. Totally. Like and, a lot of shit from the 90s. And it's a lot of the comedies I used to watch. I'm yeah, like, oh, for sure. Oh, Absolutely. I don't love this. Yeah. I don't even love the depict. I don't even love the fact that they got this is how, like, this is how woke I am. I don't love the fact that they used a non-disabled person to play a disabled person. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I, she was the it girl and it is Tom Green and stuff, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I went to bed fully unsatisfied last night. I was just like, well, I Yeah, Tom t- Green has that effect. Yeah. I was like, I turn TV off now. Mm-hmm. No more. But one movie that I was happy to revisit this year for our cursed segment is The Omen. I got it for you. I'm so excited. I was so excited because I haven't watched it in forever. So I should start with um, when I was pregnant, my family went insane with suggesting names for my child. And they were like, oh, you should name it after your grandfather. Oh, what about your uncle? Oh, blah, 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 blah. Were those good names? No. I mean, they were just regular (laughs) names like Eugene, Randy. I mean, you know, they're fine names. They're fine. You're good to not choose them. Yeah. But like they weren't. My grandfather was had gone long before I was born. My uncle didn't particularly enjoy my company. It's not like we had great times. I mean, you know, he was very nice to me later on, but he didn't love kids, you know, and so it was fine. And so my grandma was very like, oh, you have to name him after someone in the family. You have to do this. And I was like, I'm doing the opposite of that. And so 
there was a lot of like West Memphis three stuff happening when I was pregnant with Deej because that's when they got out of prison. And Damien Eccles was like, you know, he was the one on death row. He was the one who was like worried was going to get executed. And then I read his books and, the, you know, and so it was this whole thing. And then I watched The Omen and I was like, I'm his name is Damien. We are naming our son Damien. Huh. <laughs> and Dave was like, that's a really good metal name. I was like, hell yeah. Damien, the universe is sending me Damien's. I think he's supposed to be a Damien. And um, we were going to name him David Jr. because we just couldn't think of anything else. We were going to name him Cheeseburger and Trotter Jr. and stuff. We were just being jerks about it. You should have absolutely named him Trotter Jr. I know. We even had like, great. at our at my baby shower, we had a big bowl where people could like, damn, oh, yeah, I've had too much remember coffee. That. Remember that? Where I had like, put your name suggestions here. And people did. And there were some I don't really great what ones. I, suggested. I don't remember. I think you might have suggested Trotter Jr. That's a good suggestion, though. I'm trying to remember. It's a very good suggestion. Um, but yeah, so we ended up going with Damien. Maybe which um oh that's up. okay i've got my sweater in here somewhere karen spilled a coffee a little <laughs> i'm all coffeeed up and i spilled my coffee like nowhere except for on my computer and the you know the power strip it's plugged into so i'm <laughs> fucking oh for five today um but so we named him damien so from the moment he was born i was like it's all for you damien <laughs> <laughs> and um you know i wouldn't let him watch it of course until this year when I was like, oh, I'm going to rewatch The Omen because we're going to do it for the podcast. He's like, Mom, I want to know something. What's the big deal about this movie? And I was like, well, what are you talking about? He goes, every time you shout, it's all for you, Damien. You know, <laughs> it's this movie that you're going to watch when you're older. And he's like, I really want to see it. And so I thought, okay. I said, when I get to the part, I'll call you in here. You can watch it. And then I'll pause it and you're going to leave because I don't want you to see it. <laughs> that didn't work out. So he saw it. And I, I framed it. I was like, okay. It's, it's this little boy's nanny, this little boy, Damien. She throws in this really great party. And she's like, the party is all for you, Damien. <laughs> and he bought it for a minute until he saw her jump off the... Yeah. Uh, and then he was like, Mom, that's the joke? That's what you and Dad laugh about every time you say that? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it seems less funny in this moment. And I'm really sorry. That was probably a big letdown for you. He goes, I thought that was going to be a cool party. <laughs> yeah, like, well, it kind of it was, was going to be, and then suicide. Yeah, like the hell I mean, showed does up. he now think that that's how every birthday party crescendo? <laughs> no, I hope not. The cause... party planner just offs himself. Oh, that's a that is. That's You've set some a high, high bar, expectations. Aaron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for his, his next birthday better oh, be man. dope. We need to find a sacrifice now. Now and like a. So really if you guys nice know Rottweiler. anybody, email us at unrelatedpod. <laughs> yeah. We do at live Gmail. in Oregon, where it is okay to assist with suicide. Dope. That is a dark thought. If you were like, I've got terminal cancer, I think I'd like to go out at a kid's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, well, you know, yeah, so maybe now, they were a clown. Maybe they wanted to uh, die like they lived. Exactly. Scaring children. I like that. Yeah. But yeah, now he definitely hates me for that. So he's like, because I was getting to the point where we were calling him Damien a little bit more. You know, he's getting older because we always called him DJ because his name's Damien Jacob. Um, we we're going to name him David Jr., but apparently um, you can't do that if you're Jewish. You can't name them after someone who's still alive. It has to be after someone who's died. Hmm. And at that point, nobody had really died. That I mean, now they have, but <laughs> they hadn't then. Um, so, yeah, so we call him DJ and he's like. I don't love that you named me Damien after that. I was like, well, it wasn't technically after that. It was just, I really like that name. You're going to like it someday when you're out at a bar, you're trying to smash chicks and you're playing drums and or bass in some shitty metal band. You're going to be like, I'm Damien. And they'll be like, oh. yeah, actually. So yeah, it'll work out just fine. It'll I can teach fine. him how to play shitty metal bass. 
there we go. I can teach you how to play a shitty metal drums. You just get like a drum pad and go. Yeah, it's really. Oh, shitty metal bass. You get a really dope bass for like 80 bucks used. Put on some gauntlets. Put makeup on the night before. Sleep in it. Yes. And uh, then get really drunk, and when you get on stage, you turn your bass all the way down at the source, and then play a good show. I love it! Yeah. <laughs> That's the, how I did it. All the way down? All the way down. Oh. Unless there's a small part where, like, you have to have the bass on a little, then you just turn it up just a little bit. <laughs> and, I mean, if you really want to be a piece of shit about it, you don't even have to bring, like any cabinets or anything like that you can just plug directly in oh yeah yeah (laughs) i mean it makes it easy for you to haul your gear yeah because all i have to worry about is the bass and being drunk (laughs) i always thought the bass player had a good spot the band i always like aimed for that yeah it's a nearly inaudible instrument exactly you don't actually know how to play it don't need to don't need to know how to play it because i never did (laughs) And uh, I managed to pull it off through one jam session. Dope. Just one. Oh, so, yeah, so th- we're getting into this because, of course, Megan did The Curse of the Exorcist. The, the Everyone says that there are these classically cursed movies. One is The Exorcist, one is The Omen. Um, so I did a deep dive into The Omen, and I was, I got, I... I was startled. Yeah, there's a lot there, huh? I was very startled. There was a lot. Um, I was very disappointed in rewatching the movie. And I think yeah. that speaks more to how jaded I am with horror movies currently than how bad it was. Because it wasn't bad. It was a good movie. There's a lot of pregnant pauses mm-hmm. in that movie. Uh, there, There's a lot of, like, implied terror Mm -hmm. you know yeah where they just let your brain do the work yeah which i understand at that time was revolutionary and now i'm just like y'all just lazy yeah uh she went in the nursery room and shut the door she's the new nanny she clearly came satan sent her you just let her walk in and shut the door y'all don't mind that she's with your kid okay cool we're going we're gonna go with it because that's what i take i know and i was like okay i'm being i'm being shitty you know maybe it's because i watched um oh my god what was the one with um tony collette and gabriel byrne and the little girl uh paimon the demon and she um oh it's on the tip of my tongue it's it's not heritage um oh uh heredity hereditary i didn't think that that was scary at all you know i just watched it and i was like this is very fucking let down to be honest yeah super let down i was super bummed about the whole the situation with the demon jumping bodies what was less of a letdown to me was when tony collette spoiler alert cuts her own fucking head off and then her like headless corpse just i don't know it was it was too fucking hokey for me uh, I I went into it expecting like a deeply I don't want to sound all pretentious like I think that saying deeply cerebral is just fucking pretentious but I, I thought that it would be like a horror movie that would get into my fucking head and like give me nightmares and you know I'd have to watch like Cheech and Chong for like every night to go to sleep just to like keep the scary thoughts away yeah 
not at all. Not at fucking all. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was a movie. Yeah, it was it a movie. Was, it was a movie, but it, it took a hard left at one point, which usually all my favorite ones do. Uh, yeah, I, I was expecting the hard left going into it. Um, I, I don't know, man. I just wasn't, I wasn't impressed. I was very, very let down to be honest, because I had really high hopes for it. Everyone kept being like, oh, it's so fucking scary. Oh, it's so fucking good. And so I was like, oh, hell yeah, that sounds right as fuck. And then I saw it and I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I was more upset that they killed a child uh you know surprisingly i like i actually liked her character best of all mm-hmm. um generally i would be kind of like meh about them killing a kid like i wouldn't like it but i don't know she was kind of like a teenager kid mm. and also she kind of did it to herself it's not like she was like i don't want to die she was like let me hang out this window boom son. <laughs> yeah. so it's, it wasn't that's true and I, I thought that the gore was really well done. Yeah, definitely. Very tasteful. But it just, I don't know, man. It almost kind of seemed like a, a Lords of Salem style film mm, for me where mm-hmm. it was just like, like the technical effects were fucking dope. Like the people who made the movie knew what they were doing. They just needed a plot. Exactly. If there was a plot, that'd be yeah. dope as fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen a lot of worse scary movies than this one lately. So maybe I'm just feeling really jaded. I'm not sure. But... I couldn't get all the way through it. I'm really ashamed to say. I just, it could not hold my attention anymore. Yeah. Hey, don't feel bad. I tried to rewatch it like a couple of times throughout the last two weeks just so I would know what the fuck you were talking about. Um, I saw it once, ow, 15 years ago. Um, and I couldn't either. I couldn't okay. get very much past the birthday scene. Yeah, me too. I felt like I was watching it solely for the birthday scene, and then my oh. attention just dropped off. See, and I had read through all the stuff that was supposedly cursed. Um, probably more likely cursed than on The Exorcist, to be honest. Oh, and, totally. Um, but, I, yeah, I was like, mm, okay, so I got to the point where Damien kn- <laughs> knocks his mother off of, like, the second rail... Oh yeah, balcony or whatever, where yeah, she's like on the teetering and he's yeah. on the trike, and and I looked at it and I was like, dude, that's not his fault. Like, you're bad for being pregnant and like up on a stool. He is a kid, and then I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm not enjoying this or watching it with the right lens. I think I need to. Stop. Yeah, totally. So I did. So he um, looks a lot like my cousin, who was that age at the time. Well, everybody hated that kid on the set. What was yeah. he a little shit? Or he was, was. They all say he was a little shit. I don't uh, know. I think he. I mean, he doesn't a, remind me of my cousin anymore. My cousin was a good boy. <laughs> I mean, he didn't really go on to be in Hollywood after that. Yeah, that's so, true. So you know, I feel bad because I really wanted to get into this, but it might be. There might be a lot of asides today because I'm feeling a little, let's be honest, I'm feeling a little disillusioned with it. <laughs> and maybe that also speaks to my, <laughs> to like where I'm feeling after trying to watch Freddy Got Fingered. And yeah. I mean, maybe it's just me in general, but I don't know, man. No, there's a lot of shit that just does not fucking hold up anymore. Yeah. I think this falls into that category. And I tried to rewatch the one with, um, what's the hottie guy? Um. There's a lot of them. Oh, my gosh. Aaron. Eckerd? We have Shriver. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, know, right? I started to think about watching that one, and then yeah. I was like, no, I need to watch the old one. Who do you mean, Aaron Eckert? Yeah, I think so. Blonde guy? I don't actually know what his face looks like. I just know his name. Okay, see, I dig him in Aaron Brockovich because he's got, like, the long biker ponytail. Mm, but long hair doesn't do it for me. I know. Me neither, usually. Unless it's Jason Momoa. 
Oh, Jason yeah. Momoa. He's getting, like... He should not have short hair. Never no. should have short hair. He's getting really, like, good reviews in Dune, but also, like, that his character sucks. And I don't know he's, because he'll never watch Dune. You know, I fucking hate Dune. Yeah. Uh, one time I was, like, really, really sick, and my roommates watched the Disney one that was, like, taped <laughs> over and over and over and over, and I couldn't get off the couch because, like, I was, like, kidney sick, like... Mm. I couldn't fucking move. I was, like, going in and out of hallucinations and shit. And, uh, fucking, they just kept watching it. And I was like, fuck all this. Fuck Dune. Fuck everything to do with Dune. And then Nick was like, oh, let's watch fucking the new Dune. I was like, no. And then he played it for me, like, the preview. And I was like, oh, it's got a few of my mans. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's got a couple. It does. It's got a minimum three. I, and uh, uh yeah. it's dude it's good is it it's did you really, watch it I, like we got through half and then i started like nodding out because i'm old and i go to sleep early because i wake up fucking early <laughs> yeah. and uh but yeah like last night i was doing show notes and stuff and so we were gonna watch it and then by the time i was done it was like midnight and i was like we can watch dune and he was like i'm no i'm good we're gonna watch it tonight, don't worry. Good. But yeah, I fucking I liked it, man. I, I recommend it actually. It's got Dave Batista. I love that guy. I love Dave Batista. Yeah, he's the best. I love him. I follow him on Instagram and he's like one of the most anti Trump left wing liberal dudes ever. Yeah, he seems like a good dude. Yeah. He he is like uh you know the pit bulls that are short and squat? <gasps> yes. He's like the person version of that. He's like the person version of the one where they have to like the moms have to have the C section because their little their little yeah. heads are so big. Yeah, he totally is. You know what? I loved him in Stuber. It was really good. Oh he my was god. So I, good. I so far I have loved him in everything he's done. Me too. Like I just Post WWE. That guy. Yeah. Uh I never knew he was in WWE. Um I God, what was that movie? Like, The Fight for Yonkers or some shit? The oh, Fight yeah. for Red Hook? Yeah. Yeah. He, that was that movie was when I was like, oh, Dave Bautista <laughs> is actually a really good actor. He's really funny. Yeah. It reminds me of people in my family because he's, like, vaguely huh. brown. Very funny. It's interesting. This is bleeding into, like, my, my life he's a, a lot. Really good actor. Yeah, he's really good. He's really good at funny. Like, when he's Drax, he's really good at Oh, my, he's, and he's amazing. He's just a great straight man, too. Yeah, he totally like, is. Like, we should just, we should just talk about all the movies we did like instead of the ones we didn't today. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm down. I got oh my eight gosh. more. Okay, <laughs> I have been watching Midnight Mass. Have mm. you been watching Midnight Mass? Not yet. Okay. I intend to, though. You should. We should have a whole episode about it because yeah, I'm down. it is so good okay coming soon a midnight mass special special event um, so my next episode that I'm doing is about multiverse but mm. after that or actually you know what you want you could do the next one about midnight mass and I will also do that as well that sounds good yeah yeah I really want to do the multiverse one. I think the multiverse one might have to be a few parts. Maybe at least two. No? Nah. Just no. a really long one. Okay. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. Um, my next episode's about multiverse. I kind of want to do that now. <laughs> I want to talk about that. Why am I not wanting to get into this? Okay, I don't know. Let's I talk know, about the curse of the omen. Where are we at? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So precisely one day after they shot the sequence involving the baboons at the animal center, um, it's where they go through like a drive through safari thing. Have you ever done the one in, in Southern Oregon? Yeah, I didn't know there was one, no. Oh, it's so good. There's pictures of me on my dad's lap when I'm like four, like, yeah, I pretended to drive the car. There's like tigers everywhere. And there's this one picture of me and I, I almost put it up on Instagram, but I didn't because I was like, oh, it's a little problematic. But it's me sitting next to a clearly heavily medicated leopard. 
and just like, ah, I'm with a big cat. And the cat's like, Durr, I wish I was dead because this is Oh, miserable. I thought it was like you and like a KKK hat or something. Oh, God, like, no. I was like, how is, <laughs> how problematic could you get? You were four. Right. But it's Just me. you with like a Bill Cosby oh, shirt. Shit. <laughs> yeah, the little sweater I've got. Brown with face a pudding Cosby. Pop. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just with this poor, abused, like, half-dead oh, leopard. It's no. really sad, but um, I have really good memories of it. I took the boys through it when we were driving to California. It's really amazing. Um, some wildlife safari thing. That sounds lovely. It was. This one in as the movie. As long as the animals are stoked on life. You know what? They were when I went through as an adult. Oh, yeah, cool. They have totally changed the setup, yeah. and they're a lot more free-range. There's no pictures with animals anymore which i think is a good thing um, i think i paid like eight dollars for a corn dog so like it's definitely an experience that everyone should have if they're on the road uh but it's not right off the i-5 so it's kind of a little bit of a trek out of the way but so the the animal trainer for the baboons for that scene where they where they mob on the car which by the way was sort of improvised because when she's screaming she's like really screaming because she didn't know that was going to happen um so the trainer for those baboons um was immediately killed by a tiger well, the next you know day. how they got that got the baboons to go fucking crazy right uh-uh oh they, they put one in the trunk baby their baby mm. and put it in the car and that's so right. that's why they were going that's why the baboons were going crazy was they were trying to get their baby out of the fucking car oh my god that's so awful i know oh so yeah. awful that is that would not pass standards today oh shit no oh my gosh um, so another curse, uh, ooh, spooky curse, <laughs> um, an IRA bomb ripped through a hotel in which the executive producer and his wife were staying and another in which, um, some of the stars, including Gregory Peck were, ha- were supposed to have dinner to me. That's stretching it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if they're supposed to have dinner, but they didn't because the place blew up, I don't think that should count as the curse, but it's the IRA. So I feel like that's not. Okay, could the IRA be a be weaponized by Satan to yeah, sure. punish these people? Absolutely. Yeah, sure. um, but I don't know. I don't know. I th- I I also agree that that's a stretch because okay, like with um with the Tate murders, for instance, mm, mm-hmm. there's a bajillion, like every actor who was active in Hollywood at the time was like, Oh, we were supposed to be over there at the time. And like, nobody was, they weren't throwing a party or anything, but yeah. they just frequently did throw parties. And so I think that that was an easy thing for people to hitch their wagon to. And I think that's what we're running into with all of these cursed yes. films that we're, we're researching. You know, they're so in the, the canon of like, oh, there's curses, it's evil, and, and all this stuff. And it's really just like, this shit happens all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yesterday, there was a mall shooter. You know, like, bad things happen all the fucking time. And so... At least in America. At least in America. Lots of shootings. That's, oh my God, Portland has, we, we had a thousand shootings in like 23 days or something in Portland that might not that might not be the right numbers but I remember there was a thousand shootings in some record amount of time because it's because there's no one wants to be a cop here there are literally not enough people to fill these um you know positions and like for sure I don't want to be a cop here I don't want I don't want to be a cop anywhere no I don't want to be a cop anywhere although I would be a very effective I feel like I would be a very effective um detective sergeant in Ireland, because all they seem to do is tell people what to do and like eat, according to all the shows that I watch. Hmm. So, I mean, I could do that, but like real police work, no fucking way. Mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. So I actually, when I was a lot younger, half my life ago, uh, I went to school and I was going to be a forensic pathologist. So jealous. Um, it, it, I mean, I didn't end up being one, obviously, <laughs> uh, but I had to take an entire year of criminal investigation. That's so exciting. Yeah, it was dope. It was just enough for me to figure out I do not want to be a criminal investigator at all. Yeah. It's, it's fucking tedious and I'm not down for that. Yeah. It's definitely not as exciting as they make it seem. No, no. You have to like do a bunch of stuff and be sober while you do it. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I can take like, I can go and get fibers from every inch of your room, but I'm going to have to be stoned if I'm doing it. Yeah, totally. I'm not doing that sober. And if you want me to enter it into a spreadsheet... I'm going to have to be double stone. <laughs> I'll do it, and it's going to be a dope-ass spreadsheet. But I'm not going to be sober for it. And that job you have to be sober for. You know, I'm a huge fan of Paul Holes. He, you know, I know I've talked about him before. I will probably talk about him till the day I die. He's the, you know, he's solved the Golden State Killer case. He's retired now. He does a bunch of podcasts. And the one thing that I get from that, from listening to all of his podcasts, where he's talking about all of these horrible things that all of these people do, is you have to turn yourself off in this really specific way. Mm-hmm. And he's investigated so many things because he did forensic investigation and crime scene processing. And he did he did like everything science wise before he went into murder investigation. And so um, the way that he talks about processing these scenes, especially there's one where there was a body. Um, it's a really good podcast on Audible. It's called The Riddle of Emin Bodfish. It's really <gasps> Oh, yeah. Did you listen to it? It's so good. Yeah, I got like a little ways through. It's really good. And he talks about processing the scene and going in and finding this person who's been dead for days and um, having to catalog the bug activity and the larvae to try to figure out. That's so fascinating. It's fascinating. But the practical side of it. I don't, I don't think I can hang. Gore doesn't bother me at all. Um, Even like when I was working with. Uh, with people with like Alzheimer's and dementia in the care uh, residential care facility, the gore of packing a wound or uh, you know dealing with like bodily functions, uh, that that didn't bother me in the slightest. But what does bother me is like any time that a little kid is less than one hundred percent stoked on things, especially like, if there's any abuse, um, kid abuse, elder abuse. Uh, abuse of anyone who can't defend themselves like that shit gets me and like I can't turn that off and so I would be bad at that job for that reason I'm I'm amazing at turning my emotions off in any other department but ever since I had a kid I just like I can't turn that part off yeah totally I couldn't do it I'm way too emotional in my younger years I would have been great at it though like I'm I'm very eerily good at carp compartmentalization (laughs) i'm too good it's a it's a very it's a good coping mechanism yeah it's not healthy but it works it does yeah i mean i (laughs) eat stuff it down yeah stuff it dave is a stuffer i'm an eater like i'll i'll eat my feelings a lot i kind of do both yeah (laughs) i'm chubby but i got boobs now so i know right i'll miss them when they go if i ever am not chubby again (laughs) i will just continue to buy bras that are a larger size just like i did when i was skinny yes i like it that's what Mm -hmm. i used to do too (laughs) (laughs) um so the special effects designer responsible for designing the omen's chilling decapitation scene um was actually a victim of a a weird tragic twist of events um after 
After moving on to the next film that he was working on, he was in a head-on crash. Head, he was in a head-on crash, and his wife was decapitated in that crash. That is, I'll take that. I'll take that. So the weird thing was, uh, she was. I thought that it was the assistant, but she was decapitated in the exact same. Like, he said that looking over, it was eerily similar. Yeah, like. Same amount of neck left, same amount Ooh. of yes. Yeah. So and like, yeah. He even said that there was a road sign, um, to the side of the crash that was f- pointing out that a town called Omen, O M M E N, was six hundred or sixty six point six kilometers away. Um, that's what the sign said. The sign and that's said, what he said. Yeah. And, he's and that's like, what he said. Yeah, yeah. it's like canon. He's like stuck yeah. to that. Yeah, he's never changed his story. I've never found anything. I mean, although it is fantabulous, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Awesome. I think it. I think we have to give this one to Satan. I think oh, we absolutely. do. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, let's see. Before filming concluded. Oh, yeah. Another animal incident ensued. Oh, yeah. But this one, uh, this one, nobody died, so that was good. Um, when Gregory Peck's stuntman was attacked by the trained Rottweilers in the iconic cemetery scene, um, they went bananas. And um, the dogs just tuned out their trainer, and they don't know why, but they just sort of stopped listening. I have a theory. I have a theory. <laughs> um, the dogs, um, they tuned out their trainer and they attacked his stunt double because maybe he had baloney pockets. <laughs> now, hear me out. This is a real thing. So when oh, you're... those fucking baloney pockets. <laughs> now, you're a stunt man, right? So you're, you don't have your own trailer. You are sitting out in the cold waiting for your turn to be on camera. I have been on film sets where you're just, you just fucking sit for hours. And, um... A lot of times there's a table full of food, right? So you find yourself, you're like, ooh, a snacky. Sometimes you find that one little thing where you're like, oh, I'm going to fucking keep some for later because this little cucumber sandwich is so good. But it's the 70s, right? Bologna is a hot commodity. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe on the craft service table there was something that was a little enticing. He knew he was going to need a little tidbit of something later, and he had bologna pockets. That's my theory. Bologna pockets. Those dogs were actually owned by actor Dennis Hopper. Oh, shit. And he is a method actor, <gasps> as are his dogs. Oh, my God. That trumps my baloney pockets theory. Oh, I fucking made that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> method acting Rottweilers. I love it. I was method acting <gasps> when I told yes, you that. Yes, that was yeah. very good. You Thank think you. you're a good actor. Yeah. I'm pretty good. <laughs> I have my moments. I have such a crush on Dennis Hopper. I can't wait to hear about Dennis Hopper. I'm very intrigued. I know nothing about him. Yeah, one of the future episodes is titled Dennis Hopper is a Madman. I love it. Yeah, so far all I have is a list of known associates, and it's long. Didn't he hang out with Hunter S. Thompson for a while? Fucking probably. During, like, the motorcycle gang thing? I remember reading Hunter S. Thompson books when I was a teenager and being unable to follow them. I was so confused. I didn't know what was going on. And then reading them later as an adult, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's his writing style. (laughs) You know what? That was kind of the same thing with Anthony Burgess for me, like the Clockwork Orange guy. Yeah. I tried to read it when I was a lot younger, and I was like, well, this is fucking gibberish. And then when I got older, after I had done a lot of drugs and known a lot of crazy people, I was like, oh, yeah, it makes perfect sense. (laughs) Totally. I don't even need the glossary at the back. It's fine. (laughs) So I'm kind of going to glaze over these because they irritate me. Uh, no, no points to Satan for these because it's a whole series of things about planes being struck by lightning. 
and you and I have debunked them. Yeah, um, it happens all the fucking time. Yeah. You just don't know because you're in a plane, you're not grounded, you don't, I mean, yeah, planes get struck by lightning all the time. And so apparently um, a bunch of planes were noticeably struck by lightning while they were ferrying stars and various people back and forth. I No, no, Satan, you don't get this one. Sorry. That's just Mother Nature. Yeah, the only, like, when I was looking into it, too, because that was my first question, was, like, how often do planes get struck by lightning? And all the fucking times the answer. But, like, I was like, okay, like, were they all traveling in, like... Kansas during <laughs> during sure. lightning season or something. And right. like I mean, admittedly it was planes like all over the world, but they were it it, it still happens all the time. So I'm definitely with you on like zero points for you, Satan. Sorry, as the kitties say, not today. Yes, yes, Satan, <laughs> not today. Uh one of the film's stuntman named Alf, which I respect that name. Fuck yes. Alf joined um, went to work on A Bridge Too Far, and he wound up in the hospital after one of his stunts went wrong. Um, in one sequence, he was simply meant to jump from from a roof onto an airbag, but he seemed to fall abruptly and strangely, by all accounts. Um, strangely, I don't know. I picture like a whoop, 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 whoop kind of that <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was totally normal way to fall, and he fell silently. I'm not sure they didn't really get into it, which... Pet theory. Uh-huh. He had a heart attack. Oh. So, like... Ah, my heart grabbed his heart, ah, kind of um, just limply fell. You know what? That makes sense because it says when he woke up in the hospital, he claimed he'd been pushed. If he was having a heart attack, he would have involuntarily experienced mm-hmm. some muscle spasms. You know what? None for Satan there either. Um, okay. The real life Guilford Cathedral served as a very prominent backdrop in the film. But after the omen was released, the priest had trouble getting people to attend mass there because, duh, not good marketing. Um, <laughs> and after the building, quote unquote, sent Damien into a terrible rage, which can I just say for the record, that little boy, he's having what I would call a totally normal tantrum for a child that age. How having, old was he? Like um, three-ish? Three-ish, four-ish, something like that. And he's just like, no, I don't want to go in there. And like my kids, I have two boys. They do yeah. that shit all the time. They do that to this day. It was a, like a normal a normal tantrum as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I don't know what kind of 70s child sedatives that they gave people, but yeah, that but was... But I need some. I need some. I'm... Uh, quaaludes? If they're they gummy ones, I yeah. will probably <laughs> yeah, overdose. Exactly. Um, so I have... It's problematic. It's all very problematic. Um, yeah, I've noticed that about a lot of the cursed stuff is like... Yeah. Partially because like, well, we have the internet now and partially because people I feel were like... Maybe a lot more religious and mm. a lot more yeah, that's prone a really to good like point. justify things like it's the devil as opposed to like no, it's a four year old being four. Yeah, no planes get struck all the time. Like no, the the baboons were trying to get their babies. Yeah. Like stuff like that. It's like no, yeah, I don't know if it's you know. After doing this deep dive into cursed films, I feel like we have more so debunked, and more importantly, we've realized that with the passing of time. It's like trying to explain DNA to people at the OJ trial. They were like, what do yeah, you mean right? DNA? And now we're like, sequence my genome for Christmas because I got this 23andMe kit. You know? <laughs> and it's this totally normal thing. And I think Catch that... my predator uncle. Exactly. For the exactly. record, I don't have any predator uncles. My uh, uncles are rad. I might have a predator uncle. I don't know. I don't, I don't have that many uncles. Maybe. Maybe. A hard maybe on that one. But I think, I think all in all, I'm pretty... I'm pretty saddened that this 
has how it's turned yeah. out. I wasn't expecting it. Sorry to to yeah. deflate your sorry your balloon like it's that. It's a bummer. Thing. But you know what? I think this opens up and really a really good opportunity for the future. So like all the movies that are coming out now, all the Rob Zombie movies, all the the Saw and the, you know, all the different movies that have become like those movies were, like, let's prove that they're cursed. That could be fun. But what if they're not? They're probably not. You know what the curse is? (laughs) The curse of the Rob Zombie films is that Rob Zombie won't fucking stop. That is true. Which, I mean... You read my mind. (laughs) The fuck of it is, I will... I'm... I will watch every fucking film every he does. I, one of them. Yep. It's not pay. even that I'm necessarily a fan. It's just I like the way that he shoots things. Mm-hmm. I and do too. so far, two of his movies were fucking awful. <laughs> Which Lords two? of Salem. I was looking forward oh. to it. I saw it in the theater. I got out of it and I was like, what was this shit? Yeah. There's no plot. Witches is the plot, maybe? <laughs> you know, witches are only ever looking for semen. So was that their plot? They were going to sperm banks and shit. I've never seen it. I've never seen Lords of Salem, but I just know on what we do in the shadows. There was no plot, which has taught me about witches. Oh yeah, they only want semen. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what they were going for, but they just didn't have good directions. Yeah, to so, the sperm bank. The real villain in that was MapQuest. Oh, uh, MapQuest. Yes. Yeah, yes. they were looking for jizz. They went to a new season. So they only found bees. <laughs> Don't um, come for us, new baby TikTok witches. Don't come for us. We know that we yeah. don't have any witchcraft ideas. Um, yeah, I really want to... I wanted to see Lords of Salem. Okay, skipping it. What's the other no, one? No, you should still watch it because oh, okay. it's terrible. I love that. Um, the other one was 33. Mm. I, now, I'm mm. guessing that it was a Rob Zombie film mm-hmm. because it had Sherry Moon Zombie, and that's the only time that she's in anything, which... For the record, I like her quite a bit. I love her. She's a very passionate vegan animal activist. And that bitch's hair. Oh, Oh, girl. Oh, yeah. You know for sure that that's not like, that's a weave. Mm -hmm. It's a weave. It's a good one, though, for sure. Really good one. Yeah. She's got I good hair people. She's got good lots of stuff. She's so pretty and nice. She oh. seems like a nice person. Rob Zombie actually is a really good dude. Yeah, he seems really cool. Yeah. You know what I found out recently? Mm. His brother was the singer for Power Man 5000. Yeah. Never knew that. Yeah. Dave laid that on me, and I was like, wow, you yeah, got I found me. that out in, like, the late 90s or something, early 2000s. I was like, oh, dope. I remember that uh, his name was Spider. And yeah. I was like, oh, a spider with yellow hair. How interesting. <laughs> <laughs> for, there was a long time where I got uh, I got Spider and Wayne Static mixed up. Me too. Because, I mean, they kind of had the same jizzy hair. Same jizzy hair, yeah. same, like, me, 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 me. <laughs> the same thing, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, but in, so I'm not. Um, very much of a Static X fan because mm-hmm. it's not 1998 and I'm not 13 <laughs> anymore. But, and I wasn't really a fan then, but there is one song that has a great fucking music video. Uh, the song Cold. The Ooh. music video for it mm-hmm. is uh, based on the book I Am Legend. Oh. And it's pretty fucking good, man. That's awesome. It's, yeah. Just, I mean, you can watch it with the sound off, sound on, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, you should watch that video. I will. It's really good. I will. That's, now, like, that's my favorite book. You know what? That's everybody's homework now. Go watch yeah. that video. Let us know what you think. It's a dope video. It's so, you know, it's so exciting to get things passed on from your friends about things you should watch. And that's how I found like 90% of the things that I'm super into. And you know what? We're your friends and we're passing this on to you. That's true. Uh, read the book first yeah. and then... 
watch the uh or I mean get the audiobook whatever and then watch the music video and it's oh it's good. I I'm into it. I want to see it. I I just saw a thing last night um it was some TikTok about um that Nine Inch Nails video closer. But I have flashbacks to when that came out because they were showing little bits of it. I haven't seen that video in so fucking long. I know. I remember sitting up. So I used to record. I would just hit record on the VCR and go to sleep. And then in the morning I'd wake up and I would have all the videos that they showed at night on MTV. Cool. Like 120 minutes because it was all like Nirvana and Hole and Smashing Pumpkins and all the shit I wanted to see but you couldn't really get during the day. And I remember sitting in my room watching that videotape going, oh, I hope it's on here. I really want to see it. It's on here. And watching it and going, I, f- I feel funny. It's ah! so funny. What is that feeling? And realizing <laughs> that I had like conflicted feelings about my sexuality in that moment, and just like I, I love it because on TikTok it was like, "This is what it feels like when a song has sex with you." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I get it. Okay, that's yeah, I get it. That makes sense. I totally get it. So go watch it." Also, very exciting news. Um, November twenty seventh. My new book is coming out. It's called Mirrored Shadows. It is all about... Okay, so I'm going to give the breakdown here. I'm so excited. I'm so excited because I'm recording the audiobook now. I'm, I'm doing all the things. So November 27th, which is Wolfie's birthday. Oh. I put out my last book a year ago on his birthday. So that's just like my new... That's my new date. Um, so what happened was quarantine hit and I watched all 25 seasons of Ghost Adventures while we were quarantining during, during the beginning of the plague. And then I wrote this book. (laughs) Okay. So so it's about um, a husband and wife who used to be the number one ghost hunters on TV. And um, the husband has a stroke. And so they sort of fall into obscurity. And so trying to get back to their former glory, they buy this old amusement park that was always rumored to be haunted. And so the whole thing is about how they want to fix up this park and certify it haunted. And so you can come and have a real legit paranormal experience. Um, But the harder they work, the more they realize that it might really be haunted. And like, yeah, it's a horror story. It's a ghost story. It's about, yeah, like when do you, when does your obsession come at the cost of the people that you love and that sort of thing. So it was so fun to write. It was so fun. And I really hope people enjoy it. Even though it's coming out after Halloween, if you're, if you're into horror, you might like it. If you're into ghosts, you might like it. If you've watched ghost adventures like me, you just might recognize some physical similarities between old Zach Bagans and Asa Thorne, who's my main character. Um, yeah, Asa is like a combination (laughs) of my husband and Zach Bagans. So, um, (laughs) so yeah, it's coming out, you know, November 27th, so you're going to hear about it a few more times before then. Um, but yeah, follow us on all the things. We've got our website coming up. Our Patreon is going to be up soon, so keep keep on us for updates. And Oh, and I finally decided to uh, bring myself into the year 2000, and <laughs> I have an Instagram now. Yay! Yay! You can follow Megan on Instagram. Yeah, and I'm actually active on the Instagram, unlike uh, on Facebook, where I am fairly inactive. Uh, so yeah, it's I have an Instagram now. It's exciting. We're growing. Awesome. Yeah, we're growing. We're evolving, and you're coming with us. That's all true. Of you people, that and I'm us. coming with us too. Yes, I'm coming down your chimney. I don't know. Jizz and bees. Jizz and bees. If you so, get jizz and bees on Christmas weird morning, Christmas I've been there. <laughs> so yeah, until next time, um, we love you. Call love you. you. Call your mom. I love you. Dun, 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 dun.